right, come in. Somber today. You should be looking forward to these lessons. It's not as though you're going to be getting this information anywhere else. After all, most of the official channels have provided ancient vids and some uh, well-limited texts on the interpretation of these stanzas of the Twelve Days of Christmas. You're going to get a very different story from me. I'm pleased to say that no new notes from anyone related to Melvin have appeared, although I do see something from Anastasia's parent, Tolan, who objected over sociolinguistic paleoliterate guides, but, um, but uh, the, 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 the breakdown there was simply that the interpretation of turtles and doves as separate beings in the previous stanza um, is what they were leaning toward, but I, I don't think I can agree with that particular thing. Anyway, on to the third stanza of this somewhat lengthy poem. I mean, it will take us numerous attempts to try to understand the whole thing. Uh, this particular one also has been subjected to considerable reconstructive efforts over the last... 50 years or so. Not sure why it became so interesting to so many people at that particular point. There was some some notion that someone was getting that this might have actually referred to some other holiday entirely. But again, with the recent three or four years now that we've had Christmas back as a regular festival holiday, um, it's, it's generally um, frowned upon to use the original interpretations. But three French hens are the general um, accepted phraseology. What they were arguing for was French horns. And besides considerable debate about whether French is simply a misinterpretation of French itself, or whether horns and hens are in fact relating back to the same thing, and entirely not sure which thing they were referring to, whether it be more leaning on the horn or hen side. It generally seems quite, quite certain that we would say French hens. Now, I know what you're wondering. What is a French hen? It does sound as though it's something exotic, I'm sure, and... You might have heard the term French before, but um, I can assure you it has nothing to do with any of that. Uh, it's uh, an entirely different phenomenon, and you must not imagine any sort of being or object that is being Frenched. Um, and uh, I hear you giggling in the back, Rose. I know you have some notion of what I'm referring to, and I will not... Uh, in part, so that I do not receive additional notes from your parents uh, go into any detail. But um, in this particular case, uh, for one thing, there being three of them, it introduces an alternative construction form uh, to the traditional hen. Um, a hen being, of course, an item made out of wood, uh, known to house uh, one or more uh, domesticated animals throughout the homestead. Not commonly done in the latter part of the 22nd century, but back earlier when this was conceived of in the 19th and 18th centuries, it would have been very common for people to keep um, domesticated animals. I know what you're thinking. 
Um, there is no such thing as a domesticated animal, and currently we really have no no real animals of any kind, aside from the metaphorical ones I appreciate. Uh, although there are some uh, in storage ready to be deployed when we reach, reach the other side of the journey of the ark ship in another seven or eight hundred years. But uh, in those days, animals and people lived side by side. There were very much uh, parallel structures within the social societies of each. Uh, the domesticated animal uh, were those who are had evolved a certain societal acceptance, uh, a certain cultural uh, norm, and, uh, and thus could be safely within the confines of particular enclaves. Um, you might think of them as, um, well, uh, neighborhoods, uh, I suppose, in the non-numerical sense that we have uh, on the ark ship. And so uh, within these these neighborhoods of domesticated animals, their advanced culture has allowed them to have a sort of form of democracy, but it was merely more of a meritocracy, not entirely dissimilar to our own. Um, there were numerous uh, uh, items which were decided upon by uh, by merit of the the participants uh, being able to then uh, those who are meritorious enough develop a particular voting system. In this particular case, the three French hens are clearly some of the the council leaders of these domesticated animal villages who uh, would be presented not as gifts. It is structured here as if they were gifted, but really it's the gift of introduction so that you would have three very qualified counselors uh, who would be able to bridge that, um, that communications gap between your prominence in your society and their prominence in theirs. Uh, they would also be able to comment on different matters, of course, uh, in terms of... Uh, well, uh, the ongoing crop maintenance, uh, which was also part of the daily life, in particular in that 18th and 17th centuries, but also somewhat into the 20th and 21st. So uh, once you had been able to get such advisories, you would be enriched, which would be a great gift. Uh, such introductions uh, were basically done through intermediaries and of course, the offer here is clearly that the the person offering this gift is an intermediary of some renown. So it's all very clear, and I hope that you are able to understand these odd and somewhat antiquated styles of, of management and of uh, property um, rehabilitation, I suppose. So that'll be all for today. Tomorrow we'll move on to the first uh, of the, uh, the th sorry, the fourth, which is the end of the first uh, trisect of this particular pr uh, production and the, the last of the regular productions before we start moving into the complicated shifting which is going to occur. So um, before you go, I do want to send you on a bit of homework for tomorrow. Um, and I would like you all to imagine, if you will, uh, the ability that you all have of communicating instantaneously with one another. Suppose that was, suppose that was dis disrupted. Well, that'll be the 
Uh, and what would you do in those cases? How would you deliver messages? And that'll be the answer we'll be seeking for in tomorrow's uh, stanza of this particular production. Well, until then, uh, once more, I, I thank you, your humble servant. I am John Christopher Kringle, and uh, I hope this you're all settling into the rhythm of these particular lessons. Till then, have a delightful day, and I shall talk to you again tomorrow.